0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. It is episode 520, oh, wait, producer James, it's what? It's 123? Okay, it was just a little bit off. It was just a little bit off. Uh, I wanted to make sure to tell you guys to check me out on this week's episode of Pink Shade Podcast. We will be breaking down 90 Day Fiance the other way. I am guest co-hosting with Mary Payne Gilbert, and I cannot tell you how much of a blast it has been to be on there kicking about the crazy lives of these people who just seem to not be able to find love here in the USA. How many people do we have in this country?
1: Oh, we're like a country of 360 million, I think.
0: And these people cannot find... And
1: they got to go to some third world hell.
0: Third home. world country to find love. To find love only to break up again because these couples <laughs> don't last.
1: To find failed love.
0: Yes. I, 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 I just... I don't understand it, but I guess it's not for me to understand. No. I don't know. But just real quick, I want to remind you that you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Music. Is that right, Producer James? Amazon. Amazon Music.
1: iTunes, Amazon. Go on.
0: Okay. It is... the Uh, uh, the... TuneIn app. Yep iHeartRadio. Yep. That's it, right?
1: Uh, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts.
0: Anywhere you can hear or listen to a podcast, even though hear and listen are the same thing, um, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find the Libra Lounge with Keisha. So let's get right on into it. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, it is time for The Gap.
1: We know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha.
0: Okay. So everyone is still talking about the disappearance and now the recovery of Gabby Petito. Um, One of my all-time faves, and you guys know I will never not talk about him on my show. No matter how many times he uses the N-word, no matter how many times that he says that the brothers from prison gave him permission to use the N-word, I will forever love Dog the Bounty Hunter, who has joined the hunt to find Gabby's missing fiancé, Brian. I can't remember his last name for some odd reason.
1: Brian, he's fucked when they find him. That's yes, his that's name. his
0: last name. That's his middle and his last name. Um, <laughs> he has joined the hunt. Now, was he asked to be part of this hunt? No, he was not. Which I know, but y'all know, Dahl don't have a TV show on right now, so he's about trying. He's all about the publicity, even if he has to work for free, which I believe he is doing in this case because he showed up to Brian's parents' home, knocked on the door, and said L-, something along the lines of "Let's find Brian," and. Here's another thing. Dog has made more progress on uh, finding Brian, who, you know, went missing. They got missing, like, a couple of days or the day after they found Gabby's body. I think it was right before they found her body.
1: It was, I think, when they were, like, really, really closing in.
0: Right. He was like, you know what? Shit, shit's getting real real. I better bounce. Okay. <laughs> right? So, Dog has been able to, because, look for all of his antics for all of his hair extensions the the leather skin all of that dog is a professional bounty hunter and he's one of the best i mean if not in the world I'll, he will probably say the world because y'all know he's extra. Uh, but he's by far is the best bounty hunter here in the United States. This is what he, I mean, but the FBI does it too. But they haven't been able to do a really good job in this case because Dog has been on the case for about a week. And he was able to track down a campsite that he knew Brian had been at. But he also was able to figure out that Brian's parents were there on that campsite with him. You know why? Because he's motherfucking Dog the Bounty Hunter. Don't play with Dwayne Chapman, okay? Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) Bruh. No ice in paradise, bruh. (laughs) Aloha. Aloha. Um, So I am glad to see that, you know, Dog still got it. I mean, in all fairness, I really do think this is because he's trying to get back on air. But, I mean, if you're trying to get back on air, this is the way to do it, to find, you know, is this guy probably the number one hunted Fugitive right now in the U.S.
1: He's got to be up there.
0: Yeah, sure. and you know what? I think dog gonna catch him, and dog gonna rough him up. He gonna cuss him out. Then he's gonna uh, recite scriptures and offer him a cigarette. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Tell him it's okay. Tell him it's we'll okay, it okay right.
0: bro. It's okay, bro. Look, twenty-seven years ago, I was in a Texas prison. He always said "Like dog." I mean, you famous. We all know the story. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think now it's more like forty years ago, right? Probably there. so,
0: dog. But here's okay. So, dog has not aged in about the last 10, 15 years.
1: Yeah, but he got there quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, once you get to a certain stage of worn out leather, it just stays that way, okay? It's almost like it's mummified, you know?
1: Yeah, you're like seasoned. Yeah, and
0: those hair centers are getting longer and longer, and the front is getting thinner and thinner. I don't care how much Aquanet you spray, we can still see the ball spot, dog. Him and Hulk Hogan. They just won't give up on it. They just will not. They call it a skillet. And and part of the reason why they're having to wear extensions is because they are still bleached. You cannot continue to bleach hair that is 70-something years old. It just cannot take it. It's, It's too much, you know. So, yeah, I'm glad to see Dog. I hope they do catch this guy to give this poor girl's family and friends you know just some kind of peace you know i'm glad that they were able to find her body but to be able to capture and have the you know the perpetrator punish it, it, it really will give them i don't even know if you get any kind of closure from this but it sure will help them feel a lot better that he's behind bars for sure for sure and you know some people are actually speculated that they don't believe that brian killed her but they think that he actually left her in a place that she wouldn't be able to survive, which I mean, that's the same thing as killing, right? What well, would the charge be?
1: Well, it's 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 different. So, for example, if she died for some reason, and then he from just the went, elements from the elements, yeah. If they're just a shitty camper, um, it's a different. It's not, it, you know, he didn't cause the death, but there is something about right like, leaving the scene, or there's something about you don't report something you a crime, you right. know, Right, Maybe yeah, obstruction, something like that, right? But um, if I mean getting the body is a big part of figuring out what actually what happened? killed her.
0: Well, and they don't know yet.
1: I, I haven't seen any results of Me a, autopsy or anything like that. No. So. Yeah. But the fact, I mean. This is Either way,
0: he fucked up.
1: He fucked up. Oh, he yeah, fucked up. Big period. time. Yeah.
0: And then coming back and not telling her family yeah. anything.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, I can't imagine if you actually cared for somebody and you were not a cause of their death. Right. You'd immediately be trying to figure out a way to report it. Right. To get help. To, i mean just as a decent human being yeah so it's it's weird when they hide it when they don't say anything right when they am as soon as a body's found like that it's not a good look
0: okay producer james this is called the leaving Lounge with keisha and you did a lot of talking right there in that little part like it was your show i need you to reel it back on in you are not even a co-host you're the producer so really your mic shouldn't even be on
1: good point <laughs> producer james
0: out <laughs> And then another thing, you know, and I'm not even, okay, I'm trying to be funny a little bit, but they're also going to charge him with uh, Grand Theft Auto. He stole her van and drove it home. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm just not going to let no motherfucker just steal steal my vehicle, leave me abandoned in a place where there's no food, no water, no cell phone. They didn't even have cell phones on them because they were doing this whole, what is it called, the, the minimalist trip, something like that.
1: Oh, I can talk? You have permission. Questions? Yes, you do. Thank you. Carry yeah. on. Like a minimalist. Yeah. Like a, like, yeah. You know, which is fucking stupid.
0: Okay. It Sorry. is very stupid, but I tell you what. You steal my vehicle. You leave me abandoned. You better hope I die. Because by the time I make it back, your ass is going to be on top of my foot. Because I'm going to kick you dead in your ass. Okay. So moving right along from Gabby Petito, uh, which I have to mention this. So the last week, another missing person came up, and it is R and B singer Kelly Price. I know y'all probably don't know none of her songs because I don't know none of her songs. I just remember she used to be real, 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 real fat, and then I think she had weight loss surgery. She came real, 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 real skinny. I just know her from this one scene in um what is the movie Bringing Down the House with um. Who was it? Queen Latifah and Steve Martin. Steve Martin were in it. Yeah. There's this scene where in this restaurant and they start dancing. Well, she's the black female singer that's singing that song. Okay, so she a missing persons report was filed on her because she hadn't been heard. She hadn't been heard from in about a little bit over a month by her family, including her sister and her kids. Now, the story goes that Kelly was in the hospital because she um, had gotten COVID, and she was actually on a ventilator. She was doing really bad, and all of a sudden, she was released from the hospital. Well, from that time that she was released, she told her family that she was. They hadn't heard anything from her. Uh, I assumed that they had tried to contact her uh, by phone. Um, the story was that her boyfriend would not allow anyone over there. Okay, well, if a person has COVID, I'm going to be okay with them not allowing me over at their house. Like, isn't that, you don't want to go to a person's house who has COVID. But uh, her sister filed a missing person report. She wasn't returning any phone calls. She wasn't reaching out to any of her family. So everyone was pretty freaked out. Like, okay, where is Kelly? You probably didn't hear about this, even though this is a R&B singer. She is some level of a celebrity she did not get not even a fraction of the attention that Gabby got, which I just found to be really crazy. So long story short, Kelly finally reached out and said she is alive, she's still recovering from COVID. She actually flatlined. I think something that people forget is that, you know, you can have COVID and be over it, but then start suffering from the aftermath of having COVID. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that in there. It really didn't have anything to do with the show. But I really just wanted to draw attention that Gabby Petito has gotten more attention in the U.S. than I think, you think she was up there with Bonet as far as media attention? I mean, this girl got a lot of attention. That's hard to say
1: because John Bonet happened before all of this social media stuff. So Oh yeah, that's so true. So yes, but if John Bonet happened today, yeah. I can't imagine the social
0: media. Me neither. Impact. I cannot, not at all. All right, moving along. Cynthia Bailey, who has been a cast member of the Rural House of Atlanta since season two, announced a couple of days ago that she will not be returning back for this uh, current this upcoming season. Which it's sad because I can, you know, she was a member of the Talls, her, Nene, and Marlo. And I mean, we've seen Cynthia get married twice on the show. We've seen her go through a divorce. Um, Cynthia never really had like one of those strong, strong storylines, but she was always a good supporting character, uh, even though she had a peach. But she will not be returning. And I have to wonder like, is anyone really going to miss Cynthia? I wonder how long people would notice that Cynthia wasn't on the show if she had not announced that she wasn't going to be back on the show. I'm just saying, because people have been saying that Cynthia should leave the show, including Wendy Williams, before she had to go back to rehab. She told Cynthia to her face, I think it's time for you to leave the show. Okay, Wendy, okay, concentrate on your nostrils. Concentrate on not fainting on camera. Don't tell me when it is time for me to leave my job, because these shows are a job. These women get paid, but yeah, you know, Wendy, she just does the most, but uh, obviously Cynthia may have taken, uh, you know, some of her advice because she is not returning. And to be honest, the show has just gone so far from how it originally started. I went back about a month ago and rewatched seasons one and two, and it was so
1: good. So like, what made that first season like so much better? Because you always talk about it like it was like the, the heyday of the show and now not so much.
0: It was just so it was real. It was it was relatable. Even though these people were rich, they were right now to get on the show, people run out and rent these mansions to be on there. You really saw people in their real homes in the first two seasons. Now, each season, they would try to, you know, go up a little bit, but it was like, it was just so much more relatable, and it was funny, funny. Every episode, you were laughing. Even when they were fighting, it was funny, and I have said it once before, and I'll say it again. Nene is hilarious, and this was Nene, real Nene, because her head got big, you know, got bigger as the show got more popular. She started getting more opportunities, but Nene is just funny. Is she a stand-up comedian? No, she's not, but she, no, no, I think she tried her hand at that and she figured out, okay, I'm conversational funny. Um, and she is the queen of the clapback. I mean, just, it was, it was fun to watch it. I can remember when it first came out, I would just stay up and watch. I would never miss an episode. I would stay up and watch marathons of it. It was good. And for me personally, as a black female, we got to see these black women, these black people living these very rich, fancy, socialite lifestyles, which is not something that we we saw a lot. I mean, it's a little bit more common now, but it was it was just exciting just to see how they how they lived and how they interacted with one another. It just I don't know, it was cool. I felt like I was one of their homegirls. Um, but since we originally started this by saying that Cynthia Bailey is not returning, we have since found out that. Uh, Portia Williams will not be returning. I don't know. They might as well just stop the whole damn show. <laughs> I mean, they really, really. Who? Let me see. They have no one from the original cast anymore.
1: Candy wasn't original?
0: Candy came in season two. Okay. And Cynthia came in season two. There is no one from the original cast. Now, if you are familiar with the show, it was Nene. It was Kim. Uh, we had Sheree, Who, look. People can say what they want to about Sheree, but some of the best moments in the Housewives franchise had to do with Sheree. Who gonna check me, boo? The wig twirl, the wig shift, the big lavish parties. I mean, Sheree has some iconic moments on that show. Then we had uh, Lisa Wu, and we, ooh, ooh, what's the other girl's name? She was her last, Deshawn, Deshawn Snow. She was only on, no one remembers (laughs) Deshawn. She was only on there the very first season. But there's no one from the original cast. The closest person that they have to it now is Candy, who came in season two. Wow. Yeah, so I I haven't watched The Real Real Housewives of Atlanta in quite a few seasons because it just was so, it was repetitive with the fighting, and it just wasn't anything good. It, It wasn't a good balance of, messy fighting good times happy it just it was too much so i'm curious to see now who they're going to recruit to save the show they literally right now they need a miracle
1: was uh zolziak on season one
0: yes kim was on season one look that was the dream team okay (laughs) (laughs) that was like if you had a real housewives dream team that was it right there so i don't know i don't so i the rumor is that akon's wife which i don't know who she is um who's akon yeah (laughs) his wife is supposed to be taking i guess cynthia's place but now they've got a new... So let me tell you this. So when Portia announced on social media that she was not returning, the other housewives didn't even know. So it was a huge surprise. So now they had to kind of scoop up someone to take her place. I think they need to take a season off, go on a hiatus. They need to get Nini back. They need to get Kim back, because Kim ain't got no show. She's on social media asking people to donate to her... All these kind of the little bullshit schemes that she's doing she's selling her clothes. Let me tell you she's selling her She's selling her clothes and items um, On her website But I'd be damn if she did not have a pair of I want to say it was Chanel um, Slides and then real small in the corner you saw their knockoffs Like Kim you doing the most like you really so that lets you know that a lot of the things that we're seeing that these women wear and the purses that they carry, they're not, look, you can get, you can pay a nice chunk of money for a very superb knockoff, oh, yeah. which is what I think some of them did. Now, some of their stuff is real, of course, but that's what Kim's doing right now because it looks like they're going to be kind of broke. They're not going to be able to maintain the lifestyle that they have had.
1: Well, I mean, Croy's not playing He's anymore. not playing. And he ain't doing not... nothing
0: but chauffeuring her around yeah. and trying to pump out more damn babies. <laughs> um, maybe she can sell the kids. I don't know.
1: Well, would you even want the first season back? I mean, just because, I mean, every single one of them, for the most part, has become something we don't like. Like, that's what I'm saying. Back?
0: I think that it should be take a break from it. You know, Nimi's going through a lot anyway. Her husband just passed away, right. and I just saw on TMC her her mansion is on the market. So I don't know what she, I don't know what direction her career is going to go. And she just opened up the Lanithia Lounge. So I, I I guess that's I mean it looks like it's on and popping in Atlanta, but you know on and popping in Atlanta, you can be popping one day and then it's Atlanta and the next day you're off. You right. know what I mean? It's very volatile. So I think they need to get Nini back, they need to get Kim back. You gotta have Sheree in there. Uh, I could do without Cynthia. I, I wouldn't even mind Lisa Wu coming back. Uh, maybe Candy, because that'll be, uh, be Nini and Candy going at it. And I guess if they really had to, they could throw in, who's the girl that I just cannot absolutely stand? It is Phaedra. Tony Fager, I cannot stand her. Boy, but that is what off. I think they need to do. Because for them to continue down this road right now, it's not, is it's no, not good.
1: There's no direction. And there's think, no
0: direction at all. And they can't. They're not keeping up with like
1: the Potomac ratings or any of the no, other ratings. right?
0: Potomac is way ahead. And it used to be Atlanta was number one yeah. for multiple seasons. And then they just kind of, when NeNe kind of wasn't as into the show, that's when the show took a nosedive. Oh, and I will say this: I think that they should make Marlo a housewife. Give her go ahead and give her a whole ass a piece. Just give it to her. Give it to her. <laughs> give it to her. So that's what I think that they need to do. But I think that it is silly for them to try to come back with a new season right now because it's all over the place. It just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. And since I'm an executive producer of my own. <laughs> And a part-time casting director. I'm totally in line. But that's just what I feel. As a fan of the franchise, as a fan of that particular uh, show, I think that's what they need to do. But that's my two cents. But, you know, what do I know? Moving right along it's a shit that I don't know, Will Smith just did an interview with GQ because, you know, he's got uh, an upcoming movie where he's going to be playing Venus and Serena's dad oh right so my mom's like oh it looks so good i was like okay but wait a minute what do y'all not remember how venus and serena's dad looks he looks absolute. he looks like he's straight from a tribe out of africa and they have will smith playing the role will smith not even the same skin tone as him but according to my mom she's like oh no you have to see he really really captures him he really looks like okay charlotte okay whatever so anyway he did an interview with gq and I don't understand why he and Jada continue to torment us with, you know, details of their crazy fucking marriage. It is, it's, it's, it's weird. I, it's unconventional, which that's fine. I'm all for whatever works for you in your marriage, that's fine. I just don't feel like every interview that he or Jada has, has to talk about it. So in this interview, like, this is a huge motherfucking surprise to anyone, that after Jada's entanglement, like, that will never go away. Like, bitch, you had an affair. It wasn't entanglement. Entanglement is your real hair and your wig get tangled up together. That's an entanglement, okay? Not you sleeping with some other guy. Anywho, he revealed that he and Jada are not monogamous.
1: So, why would he say that now? Like, it sounds like to me, like, after Jada has had, like, this is like her second or third. He's had them too. Yeah, so maybe this is just... It's it's cheaper to keep her or cheaper to keep them
0: than having a no, Hollywood breakup. No, well, me, uh, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I mean, their kids are grown. Um, I'm hoping that they had a prenup. Hmm. I don't know, but it's just like I don't know. Every time they talk about their relationship, their sex life, it is like an ill moment for me. Does it feel like they're trying to like normalize this? Yeah, a bit? they're trying to you do too.
1: Yeah, it's like like make it like let's talk about it enough to make people just kind of great. Okay. That's what they do. We'll, we'll leave it alone.
0: It's part of that whole woke culture. You know what I mean? It's you're like, you're trying to be too woke. Will, you will forever be, in my mind, that corny-ass Will from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Jada's still going to be that hood-ass, little bitty chick who was on a different world. Th- that is how we know, y'all. I don't want to hear about your sex life. I don't want to hear about your children's sex lives. We see, we see the only normal one of Will's kids is his from his very first match uh, marriage to Sheree Cherie. Cherie. Who was on Hollywood Wives? She's she's beautiful, gorgeous. That kid has got a good head on his shoulders. I'm not saying the other two don't, but they're falling into that whole Hollywood wokeness. You know, you've got Jaden walking around in skirts, which is fine to me. But you can tell when someone is trying to make a statement when they do it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. If you're gonna wear a skirt, wear the skirt. You don't have to make sure that it is just outlandish and that you get photographed in it. Okay. Then you got Willow who's all kinda all over the place. Even though I do like Willow's music. I even liked her when she did the pop music. Now she's doing stuff with Travis Barker. They're just kinda they are Hollywood weird. Yes. They're yes. artist weird now. Yes. So here Will, if you're listening, 'cause you should be, 'cause everyone should be listening to the Libra Line Keisha, We don't fucking care. We don't care.
1: We don't fucking care and we don't care fucking.
0: No, we don't. I don't wanna know. I I just I you know when Will and Jada talk about their sex life, it is literally like sitting at the dinner table and all of a sudden your dad starts talking about fucking his mom, your mom the night before. (laughs) Like just no, I'm done. You know what? Carry on. This is y'all can talk about this together one-on-one. You have traumatized me for the rest of the year. So yeah, we're done. So yeah, thanks, Will. I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't know what he is gaining from doing this. Rationalization, maybe. I don't know, cause to me, all you're telling me every time your woman talks about who she cheated with, you're just telling me you don't know how to keep a woman. That's what I hear with my ears. So when we when we get back, we are okay. We have to talk about this, okay? And I don't know. Maybe this is a bitch freeze moment. I don't know. We have to talk about the seal that jumped on a woman's boat to <laughs> avoid an orca attack maybe you know what that's a bitch please moment you know what i'm going to save that to then. so when we get back we're going to talk about r kelly and the return of the thousand pound sisters we will be right back
1: the with keisha. The with keisha.
0: welcome back to the libra lounge with keisha uh i want to remind you guys well actually it's asking a favor if you're listening to the show if you are enjoying it please go to iTunes and leave us a nice stellar review. We appreciate it, we appreciate it, we appreciate it. Okay, so Robert Kelly has been found guilty of nine counts. And let me see, I wanna get the exact nine counts. now when you hear all of this you're like damn okay okay but keep in mind that these are just nine counts out of one state
1: 20 yeah there's 21 total federal yes counts.
0: okay so he has been found guilty this week of racketeering sexual exploitation of a child kidnapping damn he was kidnapping. okay robbery Sex, sex trafficking. Okay, I guess I wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah. Sex trafficking and a violation of the Man M A N E Act. I don't even know what that is.
1: I don't. I, I, I want to say it's something about children or something like that.
0: I okay. So you nasty number one. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the he's way. He's a
1: pedophile. He is a, a hardcore pedophile.
0: pedophile, and he's facing just with these counts, I believe, a hundred and fifty years to life. Mm-hmm. Now here is the part, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but for some odd reason, in black culture, in Hispanic cultures, you can be a pedophile and still bounce back to your career. I don't know what it is about it. I think because in our communities, it's so hush-hush. Like, I've talked about this before, in real life, we as black people And and maybe other cultures too. I can only speak for what's close to me. We have got to stop making our kids be around the people who have sexually abused them. Do you know how many wives are perfectly aware that their husbands or their their husbands have sexually molested their, their children and still maintain that whole family lifestyle? Husbands, so many
1: yeah. husbands uncles yes close
0: yes women. and you know what and let's flip it around there's a lot of women who are pedophiles as well yeah. which we don't treat them nearly as bad as we do the men nope. i don't i don't i don't i don't understand that
1: one not if they're pretty
0: that too it, 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 it i mean as a pretty person it does pay <laughs> to be pretty okay so here's so this is the thing that's crazy okay so everyone Black, white, white, yellow, red, whatever—all of R. Kelly's fans—they are very well aware that this man is a serial pedophile. Yep. Okay. Since he
1: was 27 and married a 15-year-old, uh, yes, he leader. did. Yes, he
0: did. And this is what I'm about to tap in on. We know this, but we have still supported his music—not just—not just the songs that he sings. R. Kelly is a very talented writer. I mean, beyond talented for a motherfucker who can't read or write. <laughs> <laughs> he's there's. I mean, he wrote songs for Michael Jackson. I mean, there's so many songs out right now that you may not even realize R. Kelly wrote. He even now it's a rumor that since he's in jail, he has continued to write for other artists as a ghostwriter, so he can still get money because his net worth right, right his net worth right now is negative two million. I think it's wow. more than that. Oh, probably. Yeah. So he's still, we as a people and all of us are still contributing to the lifestyle of a pedophile. Yes. I mean, it's crazy to me.
1: And I've seen some folks online ask questions like, do you think... R. Kelly is being railroaded because he's a successful black man. No,
0: you know who said that? It was stupid ass Bill Cosby said that. My thing is, Bill Cosby be glad that Joe old ass got out. Go sit in the corner, eat some uh, pudding pops, and read about that cock eye that you have. <laughs> Instead of words, like why would you say that? Only that someone he sympathizes with R. Kelly because he was a he sexually harassed uh, uh, lots of women himself. So yeah, he is not being railroaded. No, this is not an innocent man who has fallen victim to the system. This is someone who basically had a career, a career out of raping, uh, sexually abusing women and men. They had 40 men and women testify against him during this, just this one case. Yep. On the flip side, this kind of piggybacks on my statement about, you know, we've got to stop making our kids be around people who sexually molested them, there's a lot of other people who should be charged as well, including some of these girls' parents. First of all, let's just say Aaliyah. Aaliyah, so it's rumored that they got married because Aaliyah was pregnant and needed to get an abortion. Mm. My thing as Aaliyah's mom, why the, where the fuck were you at? Why Why was this kid left alone with this producer This writer, I don't care what he was. He's still a grown man, and this is still a child, a very attractive child. And if you think about some of the stuff, you go all the way back to Aaliyah's first two albums. She was still a child. What was her one of her number one hits? Age ain't nothing but a number. Yep. That was written by R. Kelly. Yeah, He was I, telling I, us back then, This is a, I like little girls.
1: We're screaming. He's problem.
0: screaming, and we chose to just be bumping and grinding. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's my jam right there. Not even really listening to the lyrics, and the fact that this is a kid singing. Because see, here, this is how it would have been with Skylar's Holman. She behind the booth. We all in the studio. Okay, okay. I got my Starbucks. I'm sitting back with my sunglasses on, because I'm a momager. She's in the booth. The mic is on she ready she ready she didn't did hug don't rate me if i saw letty dogs she's ready and the first words are her mouth or aj nothing but a number i'm about to throw my starbucks cup on the floor and go do- slap the dog shit out of her i'm like it's uh, well, ain't a what aj not a what what? No, she's not ready. She's not ready for this career. We are leaving. Okay, that is what the, you know. And I'm not blaming Aaliyah's mom. I, you, you know, that is a industry that I know absolutely nothing about. You want your, you know, your kid has talent. Your kid has gotten the attention of this huge R&B. Like R. R. Kelly is up there. He's the king of R&B. You think so? He, oh try to argue with somebody about him being the mm-hmm. king of rb you've got michael jackson who is the king of pop you have r kelly who is the king of R&B. for all of his fault the motherfucker is talented okay uh, yeah
1: <clears throat> i mean that's that's not up for debate
0: no but along with that he paid off so many people people like him a celebrity to uh, his status, they get a huge head, so they're always running their mouths. So you know the people that are around him, his entourage, they all knew that he was fucking little girls, but he paid them money. See, th-
1: this is this is the bullshit which I always get pissed off at Hollywood when they act woke about shit. R. Kelly, known pedophile for decades, um, uh, who was the uh, uh, the attorney uh, uh, the agent that just got um, what the hell was his name? Uh, the big fat dude. Uh, Who? Oh dear, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yes, they have known yes! for decades. So they they talk about being so virtuous, but right. yet they protect and you bolster protect me. you the know why? of us because
0: of money. Yeah. It's because of money. You cannot tell me that R. Kelly did not have a driver that he was paying to yes. drive him to go and transport these girls, to go pick up these girls. He had to have help. R. Kelly himself R. wasn't R. Kelly. out there you're kidnapping paid, people. You're, you yeah. paid other people to do it for you. You're
1: paid to look the other way. You took the money. You're culpable. You, you, have, no you, you have, have no morals. You have no
0: morals at all. You knew what he was doing. You didn't tell anyone. You did it for a dollar. Okay? You did it for a dollar. And, and some of these parents, too. R. Kelly paid off some of these parents. Look, just leave her here with me. I'll give you some. Really? Yeah. Well, wouldn't nobody pay us to keep scholars, so that's just, you know, we wouldn't have to work. But, well, we would yeah.
1: we would never allow our child, no matter what amount of money was put in front of me, I'm going to monitor my child around y- you any have other to. human, period. And
0: that is where these people money. have failed because they saw the name R. Oh, R. Kelly sees something something great about my daughter. Yeah, she have a pussy, a young one. He likes those, and you an know? Ev- and and everybody, everybody who bought an album is... You, you are contributing to a pedophile. Now, for, now, granted, for years and years and years, we had no idea. Okay, so while me and James are sitting here talking shit, our class song was I Believe I Can Fly by, by R. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we all are fully aware... We were aware... Ten, look, we didn't know back then. We had no clue. The we boondog- were bubble.
1: The Boondocks did an episode in R. Kelly almost what eight, nine, ten years ago.
0: Okay, but we graduated twenty plus no, years no, ago. But I'm
1: saying no. What. But- Remember, the there's been rumors. Girl, Well, the 14 year old girl getting pissed on yes. was a joke when we were in high it school. It was a joke.
0: Yes, because yeah. no one took it seriously. Well, this was during, okay, for us, we didn't take it seriously because we were knuckle knuckleheaded kids. Yeah. But this is during the same time that Michael Jackson also was accused of abusing little boys. And yes. he, now, in Michael Jackson's case, he was not found guilty. Okay?
1: They settled. They settled which
0: is which is nah. which to me you're saying okay my kid has this money go ahead and go do this to other kids yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah. they should have made him go to court and it should have gone all the way through it because that could have protected we'll never really know we know but we'll never really know exactly okay so r kelly now that we know like there's no question about it if you question the fact that he's uh guilty something is wrong with you But we know now, so don't support his music, but uh, along with that, you cannot support the songs that he has written from other people, because when you download it, that money is going back to him, and some of that money is going back to him as well.
1: Yeah, but people don't want to take the time, and you mentioned it before, and sorry, it seems to be a black culture thing. It is. I Chris, agree. Chris Brown beat the fuck out of, out of Rihanna,
0: Rihanna. I mean, and with, gave her uh, and the dirty no,
1: woman's disease. And no, no question. No, nope. absolutely did it. Nope. And guess what? He's on award shows and shit. Why? Yeah. Why yep. is he? Why is a black woman culture is supportive?
0: extremely forgiving. For a, I mean, there's in our own personal lives, I've told James things and he was like, damn, y'all forgiving than a motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, we kind of we, we are not to an extreme of like there being sexual abuse or things such as that. But we have been I mean, my aunt shot my uncle and he damn near died. She had to sit in jail because they didn't know whether to charge her with attempted murder or oh, murder because he was on life support. He had to have one of those bags oh, that can He had bag. to have she one shot of him those in his stomach.
1: Right? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now, okay, on the flip side, she did warn his ass. He, She did, she did, she did. He had pushed her, and she said, if you push me again, I'm, I'm going to go home and get my gun, and I'm going to shoot you. So what did he do? He Pushed her again. She said, be here when I get back. Guess where he was when she got back? Right there. And she shot his ass. <laughs> But as a family, we forgave that, like, you know, my aunt, my my granny had to beg her, beg him, my uncle Ricky Please just drop the charges, like, drop the charges, you know, you crazy, she crazy, both y'all motherfuckers is just crazy And they were, they were crazy, okay, but in our family, we forgave that, right now, you know, they're both no longer here We can still talk about that story and laugh, but it really isn't funny when you think about it, because I tell you what Now, I've choked one of my brothers before, and 30 minutes later, we was laughing and talking. But he knows, (laughs) don't cross me, don't point your finger at me, don't point your finger in my direction. And you damn better sure not point your finger at our mama, because that's what's got him choked that day. It was a finger point. But, like my Aunt Elsie, I warned that motherfucker. (laughs) I said, if I move from this spot right here. You laid it
1: out for him to play it out. I'm going
0: to fuck you up. And I said, "I'm gonna ask you this question again." And he answered that question with a point <laughs> at my mama, who was in another room. So that meant he had to curve and cock his finger for me to even know that he was pointing at her. That set me off. I moved from that spot. I jumped on that bed and I choked him. Okay, but we're good. We're all good. Okay. <laughs> and for those of you giggling and wondering, like she's real, I'm for real. She's for real. 100%. It all happened. All right, so R. Kelly, you're nasty. People, please stop supporting his music. If you, look, you know an R. Kelly song, even if it's by another artist. You're like, wait a minute, that sound, you know some, you know R. Kelly has a certain sound. And you can, you know some of the artists that he works with. You cannot, and I feel bad for them, but some of them are still using him as a ghostwriter for their albums.
1: They hired him.
0: Knowing what they he's doing
1: with him and they wrote him a check.
0: Yes. Look, here's 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 here. Listen to this. OK. The fact is R. Kelly spent more money to rape, molest and kidnap kids than he paid money to actually pay for his biological kids. Period. Period. And I know that because his ex-wife, Drea, was on Hollywood at excess. And she's like, this dude does not help me out. Like, I'm all on my own while he's rocking around living this lavish lifestyle. That's before these charges came. She's like, he. I'm doing this on my own.
1: He think, was married. Do you think that show, Surviving R. Kelly, was kind of a, a, a catalyst for some of this actually having action taken? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, it's, know. It's, it's I don't like,
0: know, but that's when the shit hit the roof is when that came out.
1: Isn't that sad where you have to actually get funding and sell a show in order to get... Actual justice for somebody. That is
0: the world that we live in right now. Yeah. So when James decides that he just is so tired of my shit, he gonna call Lifetime and say, "I got a story (laughs) to tell. I'm a man who has been abused." I want to get a Ghost Rider. (laughs) Right. Okay. All right. So moving right along to something a little bit more lighthearted, I am so excited because my big girls are back. Thousand pounds sisters season premiere. It was supposed to come out in. 2022, but it is now, this is 2021, right? Yeah. Okay, because you know I'm still fucked up from 2020.
1: That's not lighthearted either. That's enlarged-hearted.
0: <laughs> an enlarged a big, heart. An hearted.
1: <laughs> this is big-hearted.
0: This is big-hearted. This is huge-hearted, okay? <laughs> it's a double H. A Thousand Pound Sisters Season 3 premieres November 15th, and I am so, so excited to see what is going down because these are some of the things that we know just from following them on social media. We know that Tammy has come out as pansexual. What? Yes, okay. pansexual. okay. okay. I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, if I were Tammy...
1: Is Tammy the forehead one?
0: Yes. she. Okay, I would have to be pansexual, too. You got to get whatever you can get. <laughs> you, can, you know what I mean? You cannot afford to be picky, selective, choosy if you're Tammy. Just however you can get it, get it. So she's pansexual. She's not lost any weight. Uh, at the end of season two, she was going to a rehab facility because she just could not get her weight under control obviously at home on her own so she was going to this rehab facility but she was too big for them they couldn't accept her wow yeah i don't think they had a bed and that it was could for accommodate horses.
1: her yeah and it was for horses it was the like, horse camp yeah they didn't make it
0: <laughs> it was an equestrian site <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're rehabbing animals that
0: yeah so That's producer james brought up you know tammy is the one She's the bigger of the two by far now because Amy did have weight loss surgery. She did lose weight, and then she went on to have a baby. And she's the one who's a bit more focused. You know what I mean? She's married.
1: Well, her one eye is.
0: Yeah, the other eye just kind of do its own thing. Look, her one eye has a conversation with the one person. The other eye can hold a conversation, eye contact with about three or four people.
1: Her one eye is focused. The other eye is still looking at the kitchen.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm curious to see now how she's coming along as a mom and a wife and if she's been able to maintain her weight because she still had weight to lose. And as a matter of fact, she wasn't even supposed to. It was recommended for her not to get pregnant for the first two years after the surgery, and I think she got pregnant within the first few months. So, which is, you know... As
1: soon as he could find it, he y- stabbed it.
0: Yeah, I know. She he was like, I can find it now. I don't have to I don't have to lift nothing, separate anything. There it is. It's right there. So uh Tammy, on the other hand, has struggled. And Tammy just has a nasty attitude. To she me. really is. She really, that she's is. so jealous of her sister, too. I would
1: I would have more sympathy if she wasn't such
0: a bitch. I think I would too, but she's a major bitch. She All, is. And she's extremely mean to Amy, who does so much for her. Yes. She grocery shops for her, she helps her clean herself i mean tammy can't leave the house no no so amy does a lot for her and then she's got her own family as well so if you don't know tammy is the bigger of the two but she's also the one that what's that fish that has that that that
1: a beluga, the, a beluga whale.
0: She looks like a beluga whale by the head, and so you know, I got on I got on Google one day, and I was like, "Why does Tammy have that lump on her forehead?" I typed it. in. I didn't have to finish typing it in because it popped up because I so said, many other people Tammy have.
1: Auto-field.
0: Yes, yes, it filled it in for me, <laughs> and so uh, her her brother Chris who's also on the show, he's part of, he's going through his own weight loss uh, journey, which Chris is cool as fuck. I can hang out with him, I like him. He was like, well, cause the fat had to have somewhere else to go. It had filled up all the other spots in our body. So it had to move to our forehead. I didn't know fat worked like that. It's true though, I looked it up. Like it had to find, the fat needed to deposit somewhere. And he, it, it just went straight to our fucking forehead.
1: Well, I mean, you've seen people who carry weight in different ways. Yeah, well, she that's carries it her forehead. And that's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like that, that tissue up there is more fattening.
0: Look, if I get to the point where fat has to go to my forehead, go get my teeth wired together, okay? <laughs> Do me that favor. Harpoon my ass to a dentist who will wire, close, wire shut my teeth so I cannot eat anymore, okay? Because that is just like a really... Look, she's big already. I think Tammy is about five to 600 pounds.
1: She was like over six at the end of the last season.
0: Okay, because she she continuously gained weight during last season. She was never able. The story starts that these two sisters are trying to lose weight so they could get weight loss surgery. They live in a a town that looks like it is maybe not, what's a level above poverty?
1: uh upper class property
0: okay that's where they are okay and they look like they <laughs> they they look like they grew up poor And which they said that they did they said we part of our bad eating habits came from we couldn't afford fresh fruits fresh vegetables all these things like that but a fucking can of chef bar d they could afford okay so they don't have these good eating habits Amy was able to look. Amy had her eyes on a prize, and she they were supposed to be doing this together. Look, we're going to lose enough weight so we can get the surgery together. And we it's a journey to a sister journey together. They've got their YouTube channels, you know, where they do kooky things. I think Tammy does makeup or things, something like that. Anywho, but Tammy cannot get herself together. She, as Amy was losing pounds, those pounds went right next door to the duplex and went directly to Tammy's forehead. So- It moved
1: from being makeup to
0: house painting. Yes, it really was, right? (laughs) And so it got so bad that the doctor that Tammy was seeing to get the weight loss surgery said, I cannot work with you anymore. Like I'm not helping you. There's something that I'm not, this is not going to, I've done everything that I know how to do. I think it's within your best interest to find a new doctor, which she did, but she gained weight with that doctor too.
1: She needs psychiatric help. I, I, mean, really, I agree. I mean, really, in all I agree. honesty, yeah. But, not, and, here's,
0: and here's the thing with weight loss surgery: one of the things you have to do is go and talk to a therapist. Tammy hasn't even made it that far. No. No, nothing, nothing at all. And you can t- How can you not be depressed? Which, sure. what do you do when you're depressed? Eat. Eat. Yeah. So she, she, she's too big for a scooter. So when she, she either doesn't move or she has to use. A very sturdy, hard metal walker. Walker, okay. <laughs> that walker needs a Nobel Peace Prize for the work that it has done. It's an With bubble. her, yes. It like it has done a lot. So I'm excited to see where it's going. I, I don't know if Tammy is still seeing the skinny black dude she was dating last season, Ugh,
1: who looked like a skinny R. Kelly.
0: He really did, he He really did, did. he really did. Uh, Oh God, I'll never forget the episode where she's like, yes, we made love, and oh look, I've got the hickeys to show. That's how you know somebody has never really had any friends, no boyfriends. Why are you showing off your hickeys? That is usually something that people try to hide, but not when you're Tammy, so.
1: I don't think it was a hickey, it might've been a cookie.
0: Well, it might have been him trying to hold on for dear life. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the spot that he found. So season premiere on Thousand Pound Sisters on TLC, November 5th. Don't call me. Don't write me. Don't text me. Don't email me during that time because I'm going to be watching it back to back to back because James knows whenever one of my shows comes on, I don't watch it one time. I don't watch it two times. I have to watch it like three or four times.
1: And what's worse is some of these channels, they'll they'll keep the season premiere on a loop. Like, it'll be, like, last night, What I heard, what show was on last night that premiered that just kept playing over and over again?
0: It wasn't a pre- premiere last night. Last night, I was depressed. Oh. Because <laughs> last week was the season finale of Little Women Atlanta, okay. so we didn't have a show this week, so I just went back to all of my recorded shows and just started the season over.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's what I heard.
0: Because <laughs> I literally, I think I said, what am I supposed to watch on Thursday nights now? Like. Little Women Atlanta is not on. I was like, oh, you know, I need my Little Women dose. I mean, I, 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 I need it. I need it. All right. So moving right along, this is something that I don't, I don't get it. It comes up so often when you're talking about relationships. It comes up when you're talking about sex. But is it wrong to watch porn if you are in a relationship? No. I don't think that it is. And I know a lot of women will disagree with me because they think it's wrong. It's disgusting. It's a form of cheating. I don't see it that way. I see it along the same lines of when you masturbate. Yeah. Yeah. It's a form of entertainment. Look, unless you are, you know, sending emails and checks to the porn stars, it's not a form of cheating. It is a form of sexual pleasure with oneself. Or sometimes couples will watch it together, you know, and and get off.
1: Yeah, I think it's only it's only ever wrong and it's not just porn. I think anything is wrong if you're hiding it or right. you're not you're not being honest about it. And if you just tell your partner, I watch porn sometimes because that's what I like to do when I jerk off. Right. Then you're honest and they can say whether they like that or not.
0: Yeah. And women do the same thing. I mean, there's sometimes I don't feel like going through the, oh, you gotta kiss, you gotta hug, you gotta rub, you gotta suck. It's like, it's too fucking hot for that. I'm kind of tired, yet I'm hungry. Let me watch this one clip real quick, knock my rocks off and I'm good to go. I'm yeah. going to bed. I don't think that's a big deal unless you are addicted to porn. Then that's a whole different thing. And
1: that's one of the the quality of life. Yes, it like does, right. yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's affecting your quality of life. It is affecting the quality of your relationship, but I just feel like it's it's something that's pleasurable. I, I'm trying to think of what I could, could compare it to. Oh, I don't know, a cooking show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to cook all the time, but hey, let me watch this cooking show and I may <laughs> go decide to bake a cake. That's how I look at it, you know what I mean? I think <laughs> that's how I view porn. And let me tell you, A lot of my friends don't agree with me. They're like, it's gross, it's disgusting, that's him cheating. If I ever catch him watching porn, I'm going to break up with him. And I'm like, why?
1: Yeah, that's the, like, I mean, if you watch Fifty Shades of Grey,
0: is is that
1: considered? I don't know.
0: Why is that bothering you? What is it affecting you? If he is in the bathroom, you know doing whatever and he the wind blows and he gets a heart on and he watch goes you know watches porn and jacks off really you never even know that that's being done right and these are the same women that would be at the premiere of every one of the 50 shades of gray dark gray black night whatever it was and there i know for a fact there's a scene in that movie where he takes a tampon out of the girl and then fucks her that's nasty as hell to me, but you'll watch that. I will never forget that I was at um, a get to like a dinner get together with some girls, and they're like, "Oh, are you excited about Fifty Shades of gray I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't read that. I don't watch that. I like my porn on Pornhub. I don't. That's <laughs> stupid to me. I don't. That is not. That's not even Skinamax. That's you know, Hooters. that's Tutors compared to this. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. To me, it is okay to watch something that is stimulating to you that you can self-please yourself if you're if you're comfortable enough with your partner y'all watch it together to please one another there you go it is just a check from reality it's the only way that i see it unless it is your hu- i mean but these are the same women that they'll let their husbands go to a strip club i'm like well th- that's okay but he's actually spending my money at the strip club and Whereas, touching somebody yeah and touching someone and, and connecting in yes, some yes and yeah. can actually say hey do you want to go home with me or hey can we go to the upstairs room and i give you an extra bill yeah. and you give me a blowjob." it makes no i don't i don't get it and i usually don't even talk about it that often with women because we're probably not gonna agree with it it's like they see it as something nasty
1: well they see it I think in some ways as like a in like jealousy like oh right. I'm not sexy enough for him he's looking at something else and look, right look sometimes I just want to see a new hammer sometimes I yeah. just want to see a new car I yeah. love my car but yeah it, I'm not gonna buy that
0: car I'm not buy Hell, I'm car. even renting a car I'm just, just looking at and the look car at that's yeah what. that's it
1: it's, it's a tool
0: And then the jealousy part is so funny because I'm sure a lot of the porn stars, most porn stars don't want to be porn stars. You know what I mean? Or some of them that have been, that's all they know how to do. They wish they could have the lifestyle of some of the wives or have the relationships of some of the wives that are uh, jealous that their husband is watching them to get off. I don't get it. Look, watch porn, please yourself, have a better day. If your husband's doing it, look, to me, I don't feel like having sex. He wants to go in there and watch and Jack off. We are both happy. I'm in my bed with that piece of cake that I baked uh, and watching The Real Housewives, okay? And he comes back in. It's like, hey, you want to go shopping? Sure, I do. You know what? Because he's in a fucking good mood. All right, when we get back, we're going to have the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. Rolling down the street, telling stories, bitch, you never tell the truth, bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie. I would like to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Make sure you check out my guest co-host gig on Pink Shade, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way with the Mary Payne Gilbert. Okay, so this one... <laughs> This one's just funny. I don't even know. I had to talk about it. I don't know if it falls under the category of bitch, please, but it kind of does because this woman did a, she did something kind of fucked up in a way because the video that I watched, there was a longer version and I got to see what she actually did. I'm like, you know what, bitch, please. All right, so if you have not seen this video that has gone viral, there's this lady who's on a boat. I'm not sure where she's at, but she's in her boat and she's kind of walking around and then bam, she turns and there's a seal on her boat. And uh, she's like, Oh, my God, where did you come from? What, what what are you doing up here? You know? what? And then she turns and she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because there's, like, four or five orcas. And for those of you who are like my daughter, didn't know that an orca was a killer whale. It's a killer whale. Um, they're surrounding her boat because they are trying to catch this seal. So the seal is like, okay, you know what? My girl, homegirl, I'm going to just jump on her boat. Okay? <laughs> so the woman's like, oh, my God. Oh my God, oh oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? She looks at the seal, you gotta go. You gotta go. I I don't know what to do. What do I do? Oh my God. It is repeating the same thing over and over again. What if I were in her shoes? I would have done the same thing. So the, the seal, who is the cause of all of this ruckus, does a bitch ass thing. So he knows he's safe. He takes his ass to the edge of the boat, sticks his head out a little bit like <laughs> can't catch me now. Well, I know for a fact they can because I have seen orcas you know basically you know work up a plan to get one seal which we know damn well one seal cannot feed more than one orca, okay? But they have worked together when one of the seals is one of those on those one of those broken ice glaciers, mm-hmm. is that what it is? Yep. And they it is the most fascinating thing to watch them think and communicate. And they knock and rock those things, those glaciers, until the seal falls off, which they can easily do to this woman's boat.
1: I'll do you one better. They didn't just knock him off. They created a wave, a wave. and washed him yes. off. That's yes, That's some intelligent shit. Yes.
0: Like so this woman's like, oh, yeah oh my god, oh my god, what, what, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, you gotta go, I'm sorry, you gotta go, I don't know what kind of accent that she has, it's almost like a New York one, I don't know, but she's losing her fucking mind, which I would be too, so she does what most people would do, uh, I heard that in a later video that was posted, a longer one, she knocks the seal off the boat, <gasps> no, yeah, oh that bitch, yeah, Okay, so if you're on Keisha's boat, and you are a seal who is running from orcas, and you come to me as your safe haven, baby, we're about to both get up out of here, we're about to (laughs) bounce. Okay, I'm about to turn this boat on, that's the warning to the orcas, okay, I'm warning y'all, I respect y'all, I watch Blackfish, I support y'all, I am down with the orca cause, okay, but I tell y'all what, y'all better get y'all asses away from this motherfucking boat, y'all got five seconds, five, four, little man, put your life jacket on three two one we out and he coming home with me we're gonna create a little enclosure for him in my back y'all we're gonna work it out he's gonna be safe his last name is gonna be hoes he's gonna become part of the crew there's no way in hell i would have left him there there's none okay like i said the countdown i got my left life jacket on the seal got his on i'm gonna give him one too we're gonna be safe we're about to bounce big time but yeah i heard that she actually pushed him off oh, no. That's why you get the bitch place. You better be glad I don't know your name, because I would knock at your door and be like, where your donation at? Because I know you're about to make a donation to the SEALs Rescues Across America, because (laughs) what you did was, that SEAL had high hopes and dreams. That SEAL had a whole family waiting on him to return, and you pushed him off that boat to his death. But, I mean, that's a scary moment. Yeah, that would be surprising for sure. Yeah, I mean she was shocked as hell that there was a seal there. But when she saw those orcas, which this is how sneaky they are. They had been around her boat, she never even heard them. Right. Well, okay, I like he was a little cheeky. Like, okay, okay, I'm safe. I'm in this boat. We about to bounce. We cruising. She got food up here. He basically looked over to say, Nah, 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 boo, boo. What you gonna do? I'm like, Okay, wait. We got to get at least a hundred miles away from here before we can start teasing. <laughs> let's get back to
1: <inaudible> dry land. Yeah,
0: and oh, let's okay. hope that they don't follow us. <laughs> yeah. And we get to dry land safely. Okay, then we're just gonna talk about it. We both gonna need therapy. We both gonna need some weed to just calm down from this near death experience. All right. <laughs> Alright, so producer James and I want to thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Be safe and sucker free.
1: It's the lounge. The lounge. Ooh.